Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Josie Balkowski. She is the founder of Online Scribblers, an online writing program for students grades 3 to 12 of all skill levels. Josie is a blogger and writer who strives to bring writing education to the forefront of every student's learning and to engage their creativity to create proficient communicators for the future. Since 2012, Josie has been teaching writing both in person to homeschool pods and online through her online classroom. She created her own curriculum that is based on building skills one step at a time, valuing confidence, building strategies to unlock the reluctant writer as well as supporting enthusiastic ones. Josie is a writer herself and having published two novels and is now working on her third, she aims to bring a love of writing to her students and to broaden their horizons through opportunities for leadership through online scribblers, annual literary magazine, and newspaper club. In this episode, we talk about how every child can be a great writer. Also, how it's never too late or too early to begin incorporating writing into their daily curriculum. And that building confidence is often the key to overcoming reluctance. And lastly, how online scribblers is the place to find individual and personalized coaching to build writing skills. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Josie has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us what is a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners. Sure. Hi, Bex. Thanks so much for having me. It's a real pleasure to talk with you and your listeners today. The fun fact I want to share is actually shocking. Three-fourths of our 8th to 12th graders lack a proficiency in their basic writing skills. That just really shocks me and knocks me off my feet that only a quarter of our students have adequate writing skills. And I I really think this is just going to get worse with the introduction of AI technology coming up. I agree. You know, it's, and that's funny that you mentioned that aspect about AI. You know, the, the first thing I had realized was when I saw that my students couldn't write a paragraph yes. or spell. Like, I remember getting papers that look crazy. I was like, they're not writing on the lot. I mean, and I, and I teach, yes. and just to give everybody context, like I teach upper grades, right? So okay. I teach secondary high school. And, you know, for a good amount of time, I taught 11th and 12th graders. Okay. So with that, I would get papers with, they weren't even writing on the line, their handwriting legitimately, I would say about 30% of them look like a third graders handwriting, like a third graders. I was just like, "Uh." yeah, it's surprising. (laughs) People don't realize. And and really, really they don't realize that you need to teach these skills. It's not natural. Right. And so much, yes. And so much of our elementary school is spent on, you know, I think spelling, but also on math and things like that, that there's not a dedicated subject for writing. And I really think that should be the case. Yeah, not anymore. And it's really interesting because I think what they're what they're trying to say is like, oh, well, they're not going to need it since they're going to be, you know, using computers and typing. But the the point is, there's this hand to mind connection that is really important that they actually do need to learn to write like you actually have to learn to write. It can become obsolete because there's gonna be a whole part portion of of the brain that's not going to be in operation 
happen if we're not writing. Like we really actually need to write. And the fact that my students can't, I have, and I I remember I'm, I'm a science teacher and I was grading grammar and I was grading writing proficiency. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not even an English teacher, Yes. but why am I grading the, and it's you know, so hard to jump in in high school and start that, right? I mean, how do you really back up to where they need to be if you're grading a, a five-paragraph paper and they need help with paragraphs? You can't do that in your science class. That's not really what the time is there for. Correct. So it's really important that parents and, and educators back up to the foundations because if they can write a good paragraph, they can also write a good paper. And it's so important to start at the beginning. So tell us, what is the focus of your work? What do you focus on? So, well, my focus is really to be a full service educational English department, but online. So people who don't maybe have access to a school English department as homeschoolers, I want to be there and provide the vocabulary workshops. And I want to provide reading of good literature workshops and creative writing as well as academic writing. And just recently, I've decided to broaden that a little bit to create some experiential type of activities that I think are essential to kids who might have an interest in writing, but they're homeschooled and maybe they don't have a broader opportunity. So now we're going to be launching our first ever literary magazine this month, and I'm super excited about it. We actually took on a student intern. One of our students wanted to be the editor-in-chief, and so we've been working really closely to put that together, and I think it's awesome that she's going to have that on her college resume, too, Yeah, to go forward, and we're starting a newspaper club. So I really just want to be an opportunity for kids to explore, just like they explore in STEM type of classes. I want them to explore everything English and writing has to offer. I love that. Yeah. So cool. So what inspired you to create this? Well, so I didn't start out with any intention to create it. Actually, (laughs) my love is writing and I've been passionate about my own writing for since I was young. And then someone just asked me to tutor their middle schooler with essay writing once. And I said, sure, no problem. I'll help them with that. And then I was like, wow, this is a huge need. And then one student tutoring turned into multiple students. And then suddenly I was teaching in a homeschool pod and, you know, one pod turned into two pods. And then somebody said, could you teach poetry? And I'm like, sure, that's so fun. I want to do it. And so eventually somebody said, would you like to put this online for me? Because I can't get to your classes. And I thought this is this is speaking to me as a, as something that I've been meant to do. And so that's how it all came up. And I get inspired by my students every day when they're interested, then I'm like, I need to create a class for you. I need to make that happen. And so that is my inspiration. Wow. That's really cool. A lot of times, right? That's what it's all about. Finding a solution to an initial problem and creating those resources. That way people can and have the opportunity to, I guess in this aspect, write, right? You know, I know for me, writing and I'm a, I'm a product. Well, I don't want to say a product. I went through the public school system. (laughs) I'm a product of my own eventual (laughs) work. I definitely put a lot of work outside of that with college and everything. But uh, I have to admit the reason why I had to go through all of that extra work. And it was like, and it's, and I want parents to hear this clearly. 
I get what, what, you know, what parents are like, well, it's just easier to put them in the public school. It's just easier to put them, you know, in private school and kind of outsource like that versus literally finding someone or finding a program or finding some type of educational program that's actually going to help your individual child and help them and have somebody who's as passionate as you to be able to be there and literally bring them to another level and actually pull out the gold in them. And the reason why I'm, I'm really highlighting this at this very moment is because it's going to help, not just help your child educationally, but it's going to chop down years that they might have to spend redoing what was done. Absolutely, And that's a really big deal because when you have to redo what was not done initially, that not only takes away your life in in years, because it's not going to be overnight, it's going to take your life in years, it's going to add extra stresses that maybe didn't need to be there. It's going to take extra money, it's going to dictate what they can and cannot do and when they can do it, right? When they're able to start moving forward, when they're able to, you know, just get to that next level. Right. It's going to delay things. And I'm only saying that because I know for me, it delayed me in not just like one or two years and one or two years. I mean, that's fine, but it didn't delay me in one or two years. It literally delayed me in something between like 15 to 20 years. Now <laughs> to me, that is not acceptable and it's not acceptable moving forward. I get, you know, being able to make our lives easier for four years, but the repercussion is your child is going to have to now make up for it for the next 10, 15, 20, and and it it will take that long. And here's why it will take that long because in these impressionable years, they're going to be solidifying habits and now they're going to have to undo it. And they're going to have to pay out, you know, outside their own pocket to fix all this. And who knows? And a lot of them won't go back and do it. Exactly. Exactly. So they're going to graduate high school and they're not going to know how to write. And they're just going to find someone to help them or a teacher is going to pass them along or uh, they're never going to go back and learn how to be a good writer. And the joy that I see when a struggling writer finally gets it is just awesome. And yeah. when they can see that I'm excited about punctuation, <laughs> you know, and I can say, Hey, you know, we can talk about the intricacies of grammar and make yeah. it fun and we can play with words. Then they want to do it. But once you're out of high school, I don't know if anybody goes back to learn how to write. I did, but I, I, you I did. did. Well, good yeah. for you. <laughs> I had to, you know, and, but it actually happened by default, right? Because I went to college and my professors would grade my content. So one, one professor was like, I have to grade your content and your writing separately. So I was one of the only kids in my class that would get two grades. I would get an A content and I would get an F in writing. Like literally he would be like, that professor helped you out though. Yes. Yes. Right. I had a couple of professors, like I would say about two professors that literally would have to cor- correct my, gra- and, and he, they would be frustrated. They'd be like, you need to go back for remedial. And I'm like, remedial, I get no credit. Like, I would just remember being like, I'm paying 
right. for remedial and I'm not going to get any, it's like a waste of my time. So that's when I had to do it by myself and I had to like learn and understand grammar. And that's why I, I mean, like it's going to cost one way or the other, like Absolutely. one way or the other it, it's, it's going to cost in, in ways. And you know what? It also cost me in my, in my confidence, Josie, like my confidence. For sure was shot well, for a long it's time. It's interesting you say that because I have found, and I tell parents this all the time, confidence will lead to good writing. Mm -hmm. If a student, often I find reluctant writers are really lacking confidence yeah. because what do they do? They write a paragraph or a paper and they get it back with all kinds of red marks on it. And right away, it's like, I can't do this. This is terrible. I don't know how to get it better. But if we can tell them what they're doing well, because everybody's doing something well. Yeah. Right. Your content on your papers was really good because you got an A in content. Right. So we praise what's great about it and we tell them, hey, I've made that mistake, too. Let's look at how some we can learn some tips for this grammar rule. And then they start to feel more comfortable. And I tell you, once I unlock that comfort and that good working relationship with a the student, they'll try something. They'll throw something up there. They'll try it. And then we have something to work with. Right. And the confidence, you're right. Confidence is so key to learning to write. It's important. I love that. I yes. love that your whole demeanor just sounds inspired. Like you just, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you have, I am. I love it. I, I just, I really do. I could talk about the colon or dashes for days, <laughs> you know, I love it. And students really are attracted to that when a teacher or a mentor or a tutor is inspired by what they do. It really does influence and it really does. It's like it spreads like a wildfire. I remember it's a good I example. Used, yeah. Yeah. I used to teach Spanish and I'm a science teacher and I studied science, but to get into, to get into teaching, I, I actually went back to school for Spanish. I'm, I am Hispanic. So I started learning Spanish. And so with that, I love my culture, right? So I would come in and I would, you know, teach them. And I remember one of my students was like, man, you just make me want to be Puerto Rican. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome, that's you know? awesome. So it's really, it's really true. And that's why it's so important that, that, you know, as parents, I'm not a parent yet, but I will be. And as parents, we understand the influential nature of, you know, people, I mean, people up until at the age of 18, right? Like, they they are extremely influential. They will be moved and swayed by what they see. That's how True. literally their little brains are designed because mm -hmm. they were designed to be under your care as a parent who's going to lead and guide them and decide what's going to be good for them. Not necessarily kind of just saying, oh, well, they know better. I'll just give it to them and not not choose it. Let it be chosen for me versus finding someone like you and saying, Hey, what are you about? That sounds awesome. I want my kid to love to learn like this. Maybe they won't be a writer, but they can have a passion and understanding because writing doesn't yes. that fall in everything that we do. It sure does. It sure does. And they need to have an appreciation for how skilled that is, right? How, how much talent that takes and give it a try. We have them try their hand at painting and drawing and try your hand at writing. It's an art and it's, it's a lost art. 
Really? I love that you say that. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I was talking to somebody who's also loves writing as well. And they talked about the semicolon, which was really funny to me because <laughs> they were like, and when you put the semicolon in the right spot, I mean, it just, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you, it's crazy. Right. But I, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. I have a whole blog post actually about my favorite mark of punctuation. And, and I had a student say, that's crazy. I'm like, no, think about it. You have one. Everybody has a favorite mark of punctuation. You just have to find it. <laughs> yeah. I think mine is exclamation point. Yes, I'm an exclamation point. <laughs> yes. That's your personality. <laughs> it is. That's awesome. That's so funny. So <laughs> What, what made you like, just want to get into this at all? Like, cause I feel like well, you like were born I, into this, but I don't know. <laughs> well, so I've always loved working with, with young people. I have three kids of my own and I've always enjoyed being with them and their friends. And... You look like a kid. Oh, you look well, like you. a, I swore, I, like you look like a child. <laughs> you look like you're like 20, 21 That's years so funny. old. No, I am not. I have a 24 year old what? all the way. Yes. All the way down to 15. So no, no, yeah, no, 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 for a while. Yes, you look like yes, a kid, yes. kid, 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 kid. That's so funny. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'll take it. <laughs> well, you have um, it. Yes. Well, I, so I have a little bit more under my belt than, you know, just a few years out of school. And, but I've loved, you know, I've been a Girl Scout leader. I just, I love experiencing things with the kids. I love trying new things. And I think I have a real open-minded approach to what each student, each child brings with them. So if they want to write about video games, I'm like, Hey, write about video games. That's cool. That's what you're passionate about. Let's write it well, you know? And so I don't know. I did not aim to be in this position. I did not aim to be a teacher even necessarily. Although I do think that looking back, that this is my calling, right? To work with young people and to inspire a love of writing for them. Because I had a teacher who inspired it for me, you know, who took my writing seriously in seventh grade. We'll never forget her. And I would like to be that for just one or two other kids and I'll be happy. Oh, wow. That's yeah. so fun. I'm still kind of like blown away that you have a 24 year old, but fine. I'll <laughs> regroup, regroup. Back. That's so funny. That's so funny. Uh, I, I should have led with that. I know. Like, honestly, I thought I was thinking like, she's so excited because she's so young. No, I've, I'm just so excited about writing. I tell you. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. Guys. She's the, she's legit. The real deal. That's I mean, if so you saw funny. her face, you'd be like, what? <laughs> Thank you. I want to read one of the testimonies. It says the classes are wonderful and oh, middle schoolers like, wow. I almost, if you can, if you can literally turn a middle schooler, like, oh my gosh, Josie, they're you, tough. They're tough. They're, tough isn't even the word, but oh my gosh, <laughs> you, they said, I have two middle school children who are enrolled in poetry one and five and pair. Oh, poetry one and five paragraph one. So I also have a junior high, I have a junior in high school who receives tutoring. Very pleased. He went to bed happy, filled with joy after his session this evening. I love seeing joy in my children versus stress. That's huge. That changes it the dynamic huge. of families. That's it is huge. That is huge. And if I can lighten that load for some mom out there, that's important. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. It yeah. is. It is a big deal because, you know, when, when a kid is stressed out, like 
science, you know, biologically speaking, it does a lot to their ability to to learn further and to comprehend. It actually shrinks their 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 blood vessels where there's less blood and oxygen running to their brain when they're under stress. So they aren't even able to comprehend after a while. Like the like that's right. Body just shuts down. Can't even come in. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's so true. So, and, and, and then just the, the other minor aspect, well, it's not a minor, it's a, it's a big aspect, actually, you know, just being able to have family relations back and forth with the kids, not stressed out, the mom's not stressed out, dad's not stressed out, and they're able to do other things and not focus on this. Now they can actually spend time as a family. So it, it's, it's so dynamic what you're doing that sometimes I think people don't even realize like. The, the 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 implications that come with being able to have someone who's passionate teaching their child that they know they've chosen and they're able to you know be in communication yeah. with no it is it's great it's great for me to to know that kids are going to bed happy and i can you, you know instill that relaxation to their family life and uh, i love that it's one of my the great rewards of what i'm doing I love it. So where can these families connect with you? Tell us where where can they go? So if they go to onlinescribblers.com, they will find all of my course offerings, descriptions of all the courses that I offer. Um, I have five sessions a year. They're all eight week sessions. So they can pop in and pop out according to their vacations and their holidays and things like that. I'm also on Instagram and on Facebook as at online scribblers. I have some writing humor, some tips for moms who are trying to navigate the writing education of their kids. I've just started an Instagram for the students so we can talk about all things writing. So we're trying to get that off the ground and and reach them in a different way too. So yeah, so we're everywhere. That's fantastic. Yeah. And you said, well, you welcome parents to send you like a short sample writing. Absolutely. Of their- yes. That's if cool. they send me a paragraph, I usually say, just send me a paragraph that they've written about their last vacation. I can tell everything I need by that. And then we can help them place their student in the right spot. Wow. That's fantastic. That's a real like expert when you're like, give me one paragraph. I know everything like, <laughs> boom, it's, it's kind of like when I walk into a class, it's funny because I, I help teachers with their classroom management and lesson planning. I'm really good at, I don't know. God's given me a really good gift in there. So I can, I can walk in. I've once I've walked in classrooms and in five minutes, I, I don't even have to stay there. I'm like, up, gotta go. I already know what's happening oh. here. Yeah, like I will. Yeah, know you can see it right away. Five minutes. Five, all I need is five minutes within a class. And there are those that I'm like, I gotta stay a little longer just to make sure I know what I'm talking about. You know. But there yeah. are some where it's really clear. I'm like, peace out. I'll be back yeah. after this class is over, and I will give you everything well, you when, need. <laughs> when in doubt, I always tell parents to start them at a class where they have some modicum of comfort already, oh, yeah. um, because we don't want them to be so stressed out and overwhelmed. We want them to find success pretty soon in the class so that then they get some confidence and we can build on that really fast. I love that. See, that's wisdom. (laughs) That's wisdom right there. It's experience. (laughs) Yes. All right. So as we're wrapping up our conversation, what's one big takeaway you want our listeners to get from our conversation? Yeah, I, well, I want them to know that really, truly every student can be a great writer. We just have to find that within them and pull it out. And I want them to know that it is not a one class fixes all your writing problems sort of thing. It's a journey. Every student has their own journey and we just have to follow their journey and their path 
and they can be successful. And and that's what we want to do for them. Awesome. Well, Julie, yeah. thank you for so much for coming on today. It's been a pleasure having this conversation with oh, you. It's been great. Thanks for having me, Bex. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.